This is Bulls Beat on the Unlimited Unloaded page. We got a lot for you, and on Friday, get ready to hear from new beach volleyball coach Pre Piantadosi Lima, along with Bob Butehorn, the men's soccer coach, who it was announced on Tuesday had his contract extended. Probably not a coincidence that the authors of two of the best stories, if not the two best stories from the last season in USF Athletics, got the reward of a contract extension. More details on Coach Butehorn here shortly, but plenty more on Friday's program as we'll speak to him not just about that, but all that's going on with men's soccer. We're about a month away from the soccer teams hitting the pitch, and yeah, we'll be into our seventh year on USF Bulls Unlimited. It all began in 2017. We signed on the air the day before that season opener. We played the Kentucky Wesleyan game, and then the next day it was San Jose State, and let's get it going. As far as live play-by-play goes, we've only added to the slate because that first year was, frankly, as the guy who's running the channel and making sure we're getting on the air, it was just about getting on the air, so we just did football and basketball and baseball, but we've added plenty of other sports, softball, and of course, in the fall, we're going to get right into an August soccer and volleyball. I'll actually give you even more of a glimpse as to what we are learning about the volleyball and basketball schedules, the soccer schedules are set. We'll talk about men's soccer head coach Bob Butehorn in a second, but and this is somebody that we'll be hearing from on the show, Betty Menunga, former USF women's basketball player back just a year ago, was on the women's basketball team, is now, well, she can't lose. She is a champion. Her professional team in Romania won its league, and this ended in April, without losing a game. They were 20-0 and in the regular season, and they swept all three of their playoff series, including a best-of-five final. But, you know, playing for her country, and I cannot wait to talk to Betty. We're trying to work it out. She is over in Europe, obviously, and we're trying to get a team's call scheduled. And believe me, we'll put it right on Bulls beat when we get that taken care of. We're going to talk to her, but we'll tell you what she did with her team, Belgium, winning the Eurobasket Championship, which is the European, well, championship. You're going up against all the strongest teams. Spain was expected to win this thing, and indeed, Spain is who Belgium played in the final. But again, After a professional team didn't lose, they did not lose in this event. Easily winning as far as the group stage, their games 108-59 against co-host Israel, 84-41 against the Czech Republic, and then the one close game where they were tied going into the fourth quarter against Italy and win it 72-64. The quarterfinals we told you about because they were last Thursday, they win by 40 against Serbia, then come the close games, the semifinals on Saturday against France, 67-63, and then beating Spain in the final, 64-58. Betty was not a starter for the team. Her job was to come on and give their fantastic post players a little bit of relief and, of course, her team some rebounding, and man, did she ever. Averaged 15 minutes a game and yet averaged nearly six rebounds per contest, including nine in the semifinals against France. That was the game where she played the most minutes, 19 of them. She only played eight in the final against Spain, did not attempt a field goal. In fact, she was just four for 13, shooting the ball, as it were. Her job was to get on the glass, and she did, and she is a champion. So we'll talk more about that with her for this show. Just wanted to acknowledge it for sure. In addition to the fact that one of her teammates on her professional squad, again, that went undefeated, was none other than Maria Jesperson. So they never played together at USF, but they played together professionally. And again, we'll talk to Betty soon enough. Hopefully you saw the talk with Kaylee Cottrell, who does an outstanding job with videos for 
really every USF sport works in their athletics department. And she sat down with Amir Abdul Rahim. You can go back to the USF men's basketball Twitter page. And just anytime you hear him talk, you realize that he's got not only his ideas and his concepts in order and his personal sort of one-on-one interviews with his new players are always fun to watch, but he can't wait for the season to start. And I'm starting to get into that mode as well, even though soccer, volleyball, and oh yeah, football season are still to come before basketball gets going. We're looking forward to bringing it all to you right here on USF Bulls Unlimited. Football did announce the addition of two new Bulls, one a freshman who was expected to go Juco, but got in touch obviously with the Bulls and changed his tune. He's from Lake Wales, a defensive lineman by the name of Terrence Edmonds, and also a transfer coming in, offensive lineman from Florida State, Zane Herring, originally from Madison County up in the Panhandle. Did not play his first year. Two seasons ago, got into a little action, and then last year appeared in all of the games for the Seminoles. Now, I would guess he is going to be on either side of the Bulls' offensive line. More transfers to announce ran into Billy Mole the other day just to confirm the addition of a lefty arm for the bullpen. His name is Grant Besser. He was at Rutgers last season. He started off actually at Florida Southwestern Junior College after being from Indiana. So he's been all over the place and hopefully he'll be on the mound doing a lot of good work for the Bulls in the spring. For the Rutgers Knights last year, he appeared in 22 games, ERA a little bit above five, did start five games, 47 innings, 42 strikeouts. The Knights went 33 and 23 last year. Rutgers was 14 and 10 in the Big Ten and actually had a team ERA of four and a half, which is excellent. They were on the bubble for the NCAA tournament, although they did not get into it. That, of course, season has come to an end, and officially, even though for us it was a few weeks back with Romaine Beckford finishing pretty strong, winning the national championship in the high jump, but Monday night for everybody was the end of the actual 2022-23 college sports calendar when it comes to actual events, because LSU shook off the 24-4 loss the day before and beat the Florida Gators 18-4. So the Bulls almost had a win over the national champion. I mean, they did have a win over the Florida Gators, but Florida ended up being the national runner-up. One team that softball got beat by this year, Northern Illinois. Why do I even mention that? Because one of the players for Northern Illinois, in fact, this was back in the part of the season where the Bulls were, after starting off 2-7, and seven, just trying to get to 500, above 500. And the game that we did, they had that dramatic late-inning rally, 2 in the 7th, to beat South Carolina Upstate. But then they went right back below 500 their next game, losing to Northern Illinois. Well, Sam Melinder had a hit in an RBI in that game as their second baseman batting fifth, and now she is a USF Bull as Sam Melinder has transferred to USF. She was a four-year player for the Northern Illinois Huskies out of Plainfield, Illinois, but she will end her career as a grad student with Ken Erickson's softball team last season. Started pretty much every game, 50 games, hit 298 with two homers and 30 RBI. Last year was a career year for her. With all the major categories, 325, six homers, 28 RBI, does not strike out a lot, only caged seven times all year long. And again, a four-year player for Northern Illinois with a career batting average of 295 and 80 home runs. She will be on the USF Bulls. No new names for women's lacrosse. Again, they have a full freshman class and added more than a half dozen transfers, so I think their roster is set. But my friend Tom Layberger on Forbes' website, Forbes.com, put out a nice article interviewing Mindy McCord, the head coach of women's lacrosse, and essentially discussing how the on-campus stadium is going to benefit her team, 
greatly is the short end of that story, but uh, they are going to start off their first two seasons at Corbett Soccer Stadium this upcoming spring. They will be playing exhibition, and then it all gets going in 2025. Back to future Bulls being announced. Track and field did give us a few more names. Jermaine Digas, and I'll try and get the pronunciation on that. It's D-Y-G-E-S, a transfer from Bethune-Cookman, who is a champion in many a sport. And Ryan Lewis, she in Georgia was the high school triple jump champion, also runs the 100 and the 200 meters. Said we give you a hint at what's coming up as far as the volleyball and basketball schedules, men's basketball in this case, and I will completely defer to where I'm getting it from. The D1 Docket, who dedicates his entire existence, whoever does this Twitter page, it's the D1 Docket, loves getting college basketball schedules. And in fact, when someone announces their full non-conference schedule, he'll put it out. As a matter of fact, Bethune-Cookman on Tuesday became the 10th out of 362 men's teams to put out their schedule. But if you go to their main page, the D1 Docket, and click on their basically their pinned tweet, it gives you an updated document, conference by conference. And of course, if you go to the American, even though the Bulls and no one else has announced their full schedule, you can see what just pieced together from other team schedules is on USF's. And it's a lot of return trips right now. Remember, they went to Northern Iowa last year. They will start off, apparently, the season, at least at home, against Northern Iowa. They'll also play Maine, according to the D1 docket. They'll go to UMass. They'll go to Hofstra as well, UMass and Hofstra teams that the Bulls have played in the last few years. So we'll keep an eye on that. And we already talked about the VB scores situation. That is a Twitter account that, frankly, I didn't know about until they kind of replied to something I put out there, and they have put out two of the Bulls volleyball events, one at South Dakota, where they'll also play Drake, which was an outstanding team last year, and IUPUI, and then at UNF, they'll also play along with the host South Carolina Upstate and Alabama A&M. There's a little scoop for you. We'll talk to him today, so a lot more on Bob Butehorn on Friday's show. But as you know, the men's soccer team was one of the best, to me anyway, might have been the top story from USF this past season, how they went from a team that actually did not score in its first four games and really would not have been one that you would have talked about in terms of making the NCAA tournament. They just didn't have that going on to, well, making the NCAA tournament and winning a game at home. It was a fantastic year, and Bob Uthorn has had his contract extended by Michael Kelly.